Special, 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 special. Hello, everybody. It's uh, your Trek Lord of West Michigan, Charlie Carden, back here uh, with Code 47 on an off week. We were off last week, if you're listening to these in sequence, because my wife, April, and I were off to Star Trek Las Vegas, which is why she is here with me now. We're going to talk about that experience. Hello, darling. Hello. How are you? I am doing well. Glad to hear it. So, um, so as uh, as uh, intrepid listeners will remember, we uh, April and I did go. April and I are married. If you're not an intrepid listener, uh, but we're big Star Trek fans, which is why we we go to events like Star Trek Las Vegas and the Star Trek Cruise, which we did back in February. Uh, that ported out of Los Angeles. It was a fun trip. We talked about uh, that in the special edition uh, back at that time. But we uh, started making plans probably afterwards to go to Star Trek Las Vegas because um, Creation Entertainment is the company that puts on um, this Las Vegas event. They've been doing it for, you know, a few dozen years. Creation itself, as we learned while we were there, because it was just, it was a, a sound bite that came out of one of their panels, is celebrating their their 50th anniversary, which is crazy. I had no idea that they had been doing events for so long. But um, uh, this was uh, something that April and I decided to turn into a road trip. Um, so we got in our, our brand new car, you know, and, and put 4,300 miles on it by driving, uh, from, uh, from here in Michigan. Uh, and our, and our first stop was where, honey, you said we're going to do some Star Trek stuff along the way. So where, where did we stop? Riverside, Iowa. And why did we stop there? <laughs> because it's the future birthplace of Captain Kirk. Yes. And there is a statue and a plaque and a museum. Right. And in my esteem, uh, not to put anyone down, I think they could have stopped at the statue. Uh, yes. <laughs> because we did, we, you know, so we got in town, we got, we left here on a Sunday morning, we arrived there on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, the plaque or the, the statue is is great. Um, and there is just across this little side and Riverside is a very small little town. Uh, we went into the museum and it was basically kind of like a Star Trek flea market without anything for sale. They had some merch shirts and stuff. We bought a, a garden, uh, standee that was the Klingon symbol. That was, I thought the coolest thing that happened, but overall it was kind of a weird experience. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but I, you know what, it's one of those to each their own. If there are people out there who have visited it, who dig it, who like that kind of thing, uh, I say, go for it. No problem at all. Um, any other thoughts about the museum, hon? Um, I just found it fascinating that they thought that a museum was basically um, figures and mannequins with paper faces. Right. They, taped they, it, to them. <laughs> and they had a handful of screen used um, uh, uniforms and, and costumes. Yes. Um, yes. And they, they had they had Data's desk. Yes, which was which was it, it was it, that was not yeah. at his desk, um, and th they had the the same helm and navigation console from you know, the TOS bridge that that we use uh, in shows that we do with our Starfleet International chapter, the USS Grand Petoskey. Wow. Uh, and it was, it, it left me wanting because ours is, yeah. you know, ours is, you know, I, I mean, it's not show quality, but it's, I, I thought, I think we did a pretty nice job. My, my friend Donovan uh, built the chair. We've been using that since we've had the club. And then uh, Dale, who's one of our club members built the Helm Nav Council. And he did a nice job. This seemed 
seemed kind of sillier. I don't know for lack of a better expression. It did. Um, like the little bits and bobs that were on the Helm Council, I was like, they could have done better. Like those look cheap. I mean, Dale, I think he used Christmas decorations. Right, right. And you know what? And I'm, they actually yeah. looked really good. I think so. so. I, I find it to be on par with kind of what you saw. I was just, just watched an episode of TOS uh, before we came down and recorded here. And then you look at the, the bits and bobs around that bridge, and that's kind of what they look like. So anyway, I know it sounds like we're bashing it, but Riverside, Iowa, you know, if you think that sounds fun, um, if you're going that way, the statue is cool. And and there's a, an adjacent playground that the, um, the, the base of the playground playground itself is a big Starfleet Delta, which I thought was super cool. I took a bunch of pictures of that and maybe we'll even post a few of those pictures uh, on our um, SFI or our SFU social media pages. We'll see. Um, But anyway, we did have lunch there, and the yes. little bar we ate at was nice. Um, they had a plaque in the back that I think we missed, but it said something about, like, that was where he was conceived or something. Sure. So. That's that's not weird. That's totally cool. <laughs> um, anyway, so from there we left, and, and you know, we, we did a bunch of driving and touristy, touristy stuff, which we won't kind of bore you with. But um, we finally reached Las Vegas the day that the show started, which was Thursday. Uh, it was a Thursday through Sunday show. So we arrived um, in time to, you know, stand in a long line to get checked in. Um, We had, uh, you know, show contributors uh, and friends of ours, Missy Merchant, who you hear on uh, on the show with me all the time, and uh, Kay Pershan, who you also hear on the show with me all the time, were also in attendance. Um, we we spent some time with them, but they kind of had their own thing going on. They had a great panel that they did. They had other activities uh, planned and independent of us, but. Um, to talk about the show, um, I, I find it hard to do anything but kind of compare, contrast it with the cruise because that's the other that's the other experience that we have. So, so honey, as we were as we were starting to walk around the floor the first day, and just overall, talk to me about some of your impressions. What were you thinking? Now, I mean, obviously, we one of the first things we did was go to the vendor area, and mm. it was it was. Bigger than Mission Chicago, but that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, big time. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, Mission Chicago being the other, the only other Star Trek show that we've been to, which was put on by a company called Read Pop, who that is so far the only show. They were going to have another one in Seattle, which did not end up happening. So anyway. So um, they did have more vendors. And as we talked to some of the vendors, we realized they actually did have licensed merch. There was a guy who had... Um, tarot cards that he had licensed, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were a very eclectic mix of vendors, but it was still on the smaller side, I guess I would say. Um, but there was a quite a mix. Yeah, and, and mixed in with this vendor room, which again was the main focus of, of commerce, for lack of a better term. Mixed in with the vendor's room was probably half or maybe... Uh, maybe a third or two thirds. I'm not a hundred percent sure of the 140 something guests that were a part of um, a part of the show. Now that is something that obviously creation boasts uh, in spades. They have a huge guest list. Something that I either didn't notice or didn't really look into uh, is that uh, the other 
half or two thirds of the guests are hidden behind a paywall. You know, they don't have a table, which you would expect. You go to any local con, Grand Rapids Comic Con here in Grand Rapids, or any of the shows that we go to in Chicago or the one, uh, other ones kind of around the state or really around the country, probably around the world. If there are guests at a show, they will generally have a table. They will be signing autographs. Um, photo ops are generally handled, you know, in a separate area and, and on a separate schedule. And that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, but with this, you had uh, certain people, uh, people like William Shatner, for example, who who never does the, the he doesn't hobnob with the rank and file of us fans. You know, he's, hey, the dude's in his 90s. He probably doesn't want to bother. I totally get it. But even some of the newer stars of the series, like uh, like Paul Wesley, who is the new Captain Kirk, or Ed Spilliers, who is Jack Crusher in Picard Season 3, did not see them because the only way to see them, they, they were kind of pay to play. Um, I you know, I, I I walked a line with this one. I I'm disappointed because I am not an autograph and a in a photo op guy. I've done very few in my time. There are people like our friend Missy, for example, lives for it. Boy, that's when she goes to a show. That's all that they are doing. That is her. That is their main thing. Totally dig it. I like that people have their own thing. That's where it's at. Um, but for me, not really kind of enjoying the thing, my, my lay motif is I like to go around and I simply like to have a very brief conversation and honey, you're with me the whole time. So, you know, that when I say a brief conversation, I usually excuse myself from talking to that, that actor, because I want them to get back to the business of making money. Cause that's why they're there. Particularly now with the, with the, the WGA and the SAG after strike going on, this is, this is a prime source of income for those people. So I don't want to get in the way of that. So I was very flattered that these people would even take any time to chat with me, but the biggest kind of disappointment that I had, um, and I was lucky that I got to see him was I was looking forward to meeting John Billingsley, who we've interviewed on this very program. We interviewed him, uh, earlier, uh, in 2023. He talked about the Hollywood food coalition. He kept us just in stitches for, you know, 90 minutes because he's just, he's a very irreverent and funny guy and he was a paywall guy. So I, I was afraid I wasn't going to get to see him. Um, and then I happened to catch him in the hallway and he just grabbed me for a big, hug and i'm like i'm surprised that he even remembered me you know i mean that was fun but had i not bumped into him uh, though we did end up seeing him at one of the parties we went to i was i was just kind of afraid that um that i wouldn't get to see him at all so there were there were scores of people that that we didn't end up seeing there was a handful of people that that ended up canceling for various reasons you always get various reasons but some who came right out and said like kate mulgrew which i was excited to have Kate Mulgrew there because I wanted to have a photo op with her in April, you know, because April is uh, such a big Voyager fan. Um, but, you know, she canceled and, and said, you know, definitively that it was because of the SAG after strike. And I a lot of respect for that. I totally get it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, am I crazy, babe? Is this, is it weird to have those kinds of feelings? Am I just, you know, am I of a weird mind about it? No, I totally agree. I think we could probably sit down. I, I want to say it, it, there weren't many. There weren't yeah. many that were in the main vendor room. Um, Maybe 25 or 30. Yeah. Out yeah, of 140. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what they were boasting, but I don't even know yeah. because I didn't see that many. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that part was disappointing. I would agree. And I'm sure that, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, it was disappointing, but you did get to meet the one person 
that was the last person on your list. That is correct. As soon as we walked in, um, I caught out of the corner of my eye uh, Nicole DeVore, uh, who played Ezra Dax on DS9. We had um, spent some time with her in so, uh, on the cruise, um, and I walked up to her, and there was a man with his back to me, a tall black man, and it was Michael Dorn. Michael Dorn is the last of the original TNG cast members of the nine that I had not met. So I was very excited. I stopped making conversation with him. He was very polite. Obviously, I kind of caught him unawares because he would just stand there and chat with Nicole. He wasn't on the job. Um, but he, he was very polite. And I talked to him and said, boy, I remember, you know, uh, and again, I, I probably bore the crap out of these actors saying, hey, I remember when you played like on the cruise and I walked when we were chatting with Robert Picardo and I said, God, the first time I ever saw you was in a movie called Inner Space in 1987 when I was a kid. And that sparked a memory with him. And he told us a story about it. So, I, I, you know, I wonder if it's, you know, a mixture of kind of amusement and annoyance when they're talking to people like us. But I said, yeah, man, I remember um, looking through that you were one of Apollo Creed's bodyguards in the original Rocky. And he got a chuckle out of that. You know, so that's, yeah, that's but then just what did you follow it up with? I was like, yeah, I was April and I we were born in 1976. And he just said, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, what I, I respect yeah. that. So, yeah. um, you know, in other cases for the people who were there, the lines were long. Jonathan Frakes's line was long. Um, uh, Anson Mount's line was long. Um, but it didn't matter because I ended up saying hello to him anyway. He is one of the two autographs that I actually have. I have an autograph of him, which I got at Mission Chicago. And I have an autograph of Jonathan Frakes, which I got at Fan Expo in Chicago also last year. Um Let's see. I mean, we had a lot of fun doing yeah. laps in this room, but it was, you know, over that four day period. That was that, that was the, we were in, and, and then obviously seeing Kay and Missy's pa um, the panel that they executed. And I, you know, helped them film it with Kay's camera. Um, we were just doing laps around that yeah. room. And there's only so many times you can see the same thing over and over and over again. So it was kind of, I mean, we spent one day away from the con, which was good because right. otherwise yeah. I don't know what else we would have done. Right. Um, we did not go to a lot of the panels. Um, the panels were a little awkward this year, obviously because of the strike, they couldn't talk about a lot of things. So it was mostly like, what kind of books do you read in your free time? And what was your, what was it like right. growing up? And it was, but that's obviously because of the strike. It's nothing that they could do anything about. Right. But we just didn't end up going to the, the panels because of that. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and, I, you know, it, we were we were kind of lucky we got to because of, you know, people we know. Missy is very, very close with Doug Jones and with Doug Jones's uh, uh, promotion company, The Cool Waters. Shout out to them. They've done a lot of great stuff with us uh, on our Patreon with our, uh, our interview segment, uh, Personnel Files. We've been very grateful that they've helped us out with that. Um, but, you know, we scored an invite to their party, which was a, a little a little bar uh, there in Vegas uh, that, you know, there was a, there was there was a back room and we got to hang out with some people got to meet some people and that was fun and there was there was a charity raffle and I got to put in for that Missy won a bunch of stuff they were very excited about that um, which is awesome um, and that was cool. and then the next night we actually because we had lobbied for tickets for it we uh, went to a party put on by Fansets uh, they're a company that manufactures pins and the magnetic the magnetic um, Delta badges that we use in our cosplay the different you know Starfleet symbols and, and other stuff um, and Corey who is one of, of the members of our senior staff on the Grand Petoskey our, our SFI chapter actually kind of freelances for them He's, he became friends with them years ago he volunteers his time helping them out at the booth and, and all that kind of good stuff um, so we had a lot of fun going to this bar in the greater Vegas area called was called millennium 
Yeah, like Millennium Fandom. It's, Millennium um, Fandom, yeah. Yeah. So it was, and uh, Fansets is a part and parcel uh, to another uh, podcast called Trek Geeks. They're very big, have a lot of different shows. Um, they, they work together. They recorded a live podcast there, which I think was kind of a weird experiment for them because there were, there were two areas in the bar. There was the main bar itself, which was overwhelmed with what felt like 200 people and three bartenders. And then there was an anteroom where they, uh, the, the Trek Geeks and the Fancest people were recording a live podcast with John Billingsley, who, again, I, I was very glad that I bumped into him and because I, I would have seen him at this party. I was glad to see him otherwise. And then Bonnie Gordon, who is the voice. John Billingsley, of course, Dr. Flox on Enterprise. Of course, I'm sure you know that, but you might not know the name Bonnie Gordon. She is a young lady from Louisiana who we found by talking to her because we talked to her many, many times. She was the voice of the uh, USS Protostar on Star Trek Prodigy um, and is a singer, lives in L.A. We had a, just had a lot of great conversations with her, but she was the other guest. Well, as they're trying to record this, quote unquote, I don't know if they, it was recorded live, but it wasn't a live podcast. The problem was you had, you know, you had a large rectangular room. At one end of it, there's a couch and some chairs and, you know, kind of halfway through, there's like a like an island with chairs for people sitting to drinks. There's kind of a big wide space. And then at the far end of it, there were two chairs for the, um, for, for Bonnie and John. And then, uh, on the other side of it, there were, were the, um, were the truck geeks guys recording. Um, by this point, April, you and I and Corey and two of Corey's con buddies who we ended up having a fabulous time talking to had all migrated over to the bar side of the room. We were at the far, far side away from the bar, but everything was piping through the speakers as they're trying to record. And all we hear is shh, shh, we're trying to record here because everybody kept talking while they were trying to record this podcast. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, as, as you know, and I've never, we've never done anything like that here on this network. We all record separately. I mean, as much as April and I are in the same house, we're not in the same room recording this, but when I record, you know, with Todd, he lives in Minnesota. When I record with Mark, he lives in Nova Scotia, Canada. You know, I record with, with Missy and Kay. They're here in Grand Rapids, you know, and I, uh, uh, Jen Watson is in Chicago. So we're all separate is my point. So to, to try to put a bunch of people in a room together to get them record in front of a live bar audience, it was an interesting experiment. I'm not going to put them down. It's cool. I'm sure I'll listen to what, what they turn out, but it kind of, to me, it kind of sounded like an audio nightmare, not putting them oh, down. Yeah. Cause I think it was, I think it's a very cool idea, but I just, it, it's kind of concept versus execution. Um, but we had a well, fun, yeah, we had a fun night without a doubt. I've never gone to one, but I've seen like radio shows who do yeah, that. Yeah, same, same exact thing. But I feel like they do it in a bigger area. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because right. well, so they do it, they do it on like a stage. Yeah. And exactly. not just not just a room and a stage. You have separation and stuff. And so, so we, we you know we were there in the we were there in the the area while the um the podcast recording was happened that ended and we kind of gravitated back over because fan sets took things back over and they started doing trivia. And this is where things got fun because they would say, okay, first person who raises their hand, you really got to jump your hand up when we ask a trivia question and uh, you can win a whatever. So very first question, boom, I got it. Second question, I was standing next to April. They asked the question. I gave her, I whispered the question in her ear. We got it. We're standing next to two young ladies there uh, in shout out to, um, Away Mission Cosplay out of Los Angeles, California. These two young ladies were part of it, and they were like, well, why don't you hook us up with some answers? So, boom, first question, I, uh, when the ladies raised their hand, gave her the wrong answer. 
So everybody, all eyes are on me. Next question gets asked. Oh, no, the question gets asked again because nobody else raised their hand. I whisper the correct answer because in that three seconds, I remember what the correct answer is. It was two ships. It was the, what was it? It was the Trieste versus the Tripoli. It was what was the ship that rescued Data from, uh, now I'm going to forget the name of it. That rescued Data and he was at, yeah, it was the Trieste, Tripoli, blah, blah. I gave the right, I gave the correct answer to the other cosplayer and she won. Um, but again, you know, after I raised my hand and won, I couldn't raise my hand again. So I was whispering, but fortunately nobody ratted me out. So we walked away with some great, fan sets pins we had a set of mirror universe deltas from star trek discovery and then we had a set of lower decks deltas which is good because i broke one of mine so now i now i get to replace the one i broke um so that was fun so that was um so that was thursday night and friday night uh and then saturday we spent time with our friends john and christy uh john is my college roommate you, you know he, i uh, on our patreon network i i do doctor who with him on the the facts geek life he's a great guy his wife christy i've known both of them for almost 30 years they live in the pacific northwest they came down and they're big vegas people so they came down and showed us around and blah 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 um and then on sunday it was time to wrap up and go home um, it was super cool. Missy and their husband, Matt had a, um, marriage, uh, renewal ceremony. It was their 12th anniversary. Uh, they found a local officiant who's also a spot cosplayer. Um, her friend, Doug Jones and some of the other people from cool waters kind of circled around. Uh, and immediately after that, uh, we left and we, we started our drive home. Um, so, uh, so our drive home took, Let's see, that was Sunday, so Monday, Tuesday. So it was another three days, three and a half days driving home. And we saw some stuff. We kind of followed I-40 on the way home. But our Star Trek-related destination on the way home was... The future birthplace of Captain Janeway. Yes, Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, there was a, uh, and I think it was, was it a children's museum called Wonder Lab or Wonderland or something? Something like that. I think it reminded me of the place in Lansing that... Like the sciencey stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, so someone had within the last two or three years uh, sponsored because sponsored a very nice bronze uh, bust which sits on a, a, a you know it's a, a pedestal that's you know at the bottom end is shaped like a like a Starfleet combat, which I think is awesome. And that all spawned from series co creator Jerry Taylor uh, is a graduate of uh, Indiana University. So that was that was super cool. So uh, and then we were home. So. All right. So as I had mentioned in the beginning, kind of comparing, contrasting uh, this experience versus the Star Trek cruise. And it's interesting because, April, both you and I are part of a lot of the social media Facebook groups uh, around um, around this convention. And I don't need to you know tell anybody that social media in general is always just a very weird spot to get people who have weird ideas about things, people complaining about why weren't they talking about Star Trek things? This is so boring. Dude, get, get out from under a rock. It was a highly publicized. These people were not going to be talking about Star Trek things. But then from the one person who just absolutely raged out that he, I had a photo app with Zachary Quinto, who was, you know, Spock in the JJ movies. And uh, they took my picture and then they ushered me out of there. And this, this guy was so adamant, like, I earned the right to talk to him because I paid my money and blah, blah, blah. it just people just have crazy weird ideas. I don't know. Um, but you know, that's not unique to this event, but back to thinking about kind of compare contrast. So, you know, you and I went on the cruise earlier this year. Again, we're recording this in 2023. If you're listening in the distant future and we're attending, uh, we're going on the cruise again in 2024, uh, which will port out of, out of Florida and we'll hit a couple of spots in the Caribbean and stuff. So, 
So, and honey, you even went out and, uh, you know, somebody, uh, I think I, I did a post kind of similar to, to what I, what I've said here, uh, my own personal feelings. And then you, you kind of chimed in cause someone said, well, I agree with you, but I'm curious and blah, blah, blah. My thoughts were for my level of engagement and what I'm looking for to get out of a con, the cruise is a better experience for me personally. And I think it, it probably, I think you feel the same, hon, because we talked a lot about it. My bigger interest is in speaking to the actors, having a conversation like you would with any person. They're just people. You know, I I, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm a starstruck kind of individual. I was excited to meet Anson Mount for the first time, which I did back at Mission Chicago a few months before Strange New Worlds came on last year. That was very cool. I love meeting Jonathan Frakes. I've been a fan of the Commander Riker character since I was, you know, since I was 11 years old and TNG came on. Um, well, Tawny Newsom remembered, remembered you oh from my the gosh. cruise and you had a little, you had a little moment. Tawny, Tawny Newsom, who is Mariner on uh, on Lower Decks, is uh, she's a Second City comedian from Chicago, and she is just one of the funnier people I feel like I've ever met. We're standing. I'm doing my handshake thing. We're walking around the room. We're standing in the line of Dawn Lewis, who plays um, Tawny's character's mother and the captain of the Cerritos, the ship on Lower Decks. And I wanted to chat with her and say, God, I loved you on In Living Color because you know my mom worked for Fox when I was growing up, and that show was on all the time, and she got a chuckle out of that. But while we're standing on line. Tawny is immediately, she's immediately to my right, booth-wise, of Dawn's booth. And I, I just said, hi. Tawny had a line as long as humanly possible. And I simply said, I said, hi. And she said, hey, I remember you from the cruise. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you and I were getting on the boat at the same time in Mexico. She's like, yeah, I had all these drugs on me. And... <laughs> She was obviously being facetious, but it just it kind of seized my heart. I was laughing so hard. Just, oh, my goodness. That, w- that was fun. We had another I- interaction like that with um, over at Brent Spiner's table. Uh, his his uh, PA, her name is Whitney, and she's actually from Michigan, as we found out. She's from the Flint area, as we got to talking. And uh, she, <laughs> she actually signed the back of my badge. She's like, I'll sign the back of your badge. Give it to me. And she wrote in a big gold marker, Charlie, you are a great fan of something, W. <laughs> But Brent Spiner, like, was between um, between people, and he's like, "Oh man, can somebody go out and score me some heroin?" <laughs> and I said, "I said, Brent, I'm you know, I'll go out in the parking lot for you. It's fine. I'm sure I can figure something out." It, very irreverent guy, but it's just really funny that two named Star Trek actors were making you know drug jokes. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, back to back to the cruise. Yes. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna say my piece because you keep Please. talking. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, it's, in, in, in fairness, it's what I do. Yes. So I think the big difference, there are a couple differences, I guess. One negative is that there aren't any vendors on the cruise or none that beyond the actual, like, yeah, you the, can buy the, merch related yeah. to the cruise. Right, so which you is going to get so far. Yeah. You can buy a shirt and you can buy a coffee cup for the cruise, but there's no other vendors. So that's something that's missing on the cruise. But you can run into these people at the buffet. You can run into the stars at dinner. You can run into them while you're walking on the promenade. Or you can dance with Nana in the evening, which you did. Yes, I did. In addition to singing karaoke and doing all these other fun activities. And you can do yoga. And they did. They had activities. There were planned things that were quite fun watching them put on a play for us or 
actually um, watching his show and making fun of it. Right, um, yeah, they, they had a heckling yeah. of, of yeah. the TOS episode, The Savage Curtain. And, and again, Tawny was yeah. one of the actors, and they're just, they're riffing. And it's just It was ridiculous. hilarious. Oh, my now, God. we didn't make it to all of the events on the cruise because there were so many. We didn't even do any of the parties like we did in Vegas. Right, exactly. But but we still had a ton of fun. And and we were going to various destinations so we got to get off the ship and maybe even see some stars in Mexico. And I mean <laughs> our time in Mexico some of it was great. Some of it was visiting a Mexican Walmart, but yeah, right. You know. That was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so we did, we did various things, but you got to see ocean the whole time. And right. there was always tons of food and you had already paid for it. So, right. and more to the point, you know, the, the ship is, is ultra modern. Obviously it's a multi-million dollar vehicle where this, uh, Star Trek Las Vegas was held at the Rio, which is one of the casinos off the strip. If you're at all familiar with Las Vegas, um, the show, as I understand it, moved away from the Rio either last year or the year before that, because the Rio was going to get this big rehab and all this different stuff. Like, and then the Rio got sold to, would you say Hilton or Marriott? Like one of the big hotel companies now owns it. I thought you looked into it. Um, it starts with it's it's not it's Hyatt. 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 There you go. So another H. Uh, but um, the, there were the, the, that construction hasn't happened. So to me, and again, I stay in hotel. I'm not bragging because I do it for work, but I stay in hotels almost every week around the state of Michigan. I stick with the Hampton brand because it's just easier for me. And those those also are they vary in quality. Some are very nice. Some are very some are very middle of the road. Some are kind of crappy. This was a very much 1980s. Didn't look like it had been updated. I mean, even even the shampoo bottles. There was one bottle and one crunchy bar of soap to wash your body um the towels were very threadbare um there's you know it's it just it while it was a nice big room and we had a nice big view which unfortunately inc- included the trump tower didn't really care for that but you got to see mountains in the distance that was kind of fun um but the facility overall and then you know everything you know in vegas everything costs you know everything costs on the boat too but some things you've already paid for um so I, I don't want to go so far as to say it was frustrating because that would that would be to indicate that I didn't think it was going to be that way. But it just it just didn't the, the experience of the hotel casino didn't wow me. And plus, you know, uh, Las Vegas is still a, a or, you know, or Nevada in general is still allows smoking indoors. And if there's few anything I can't stand less in this world, it's cigarette smoking. And so that was overall pretty gross for me. Um, so yeah, I, I I think it would. I think I would really have to think long and hard before going back to Star Trek Las Vegas. It was great to be there with some of our friends. It's great because it's such a destination that I met people in social media, other cosplayers that I'm familiar with on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or just people that I've interacted with that way. That was very fun. Um, and it's not something that you probably end up getting on the cruise because people don't just drop by the cruise because, you know, it's a, it's a major, you know, financial investment to go on the cruise and, and as it was a big investment to do this as well. But yeah, the experience of it overall, I just wasn't, I wasn't wowed, but at the same time, I probably wasn't there for the same kind of things that, that, that avid um, uh, autograph people are going for or avid, you know, photo op people are going for. So yeah, I think that's a big difference because you can go in there and you can get all these people 
and yeah. you can fill your book with the autographs and the photos. And I mean, 140 people, if you go and do all of them, but that's all you're doing the whole time. Right. And that's, right. that's the other thing. Well, your I know, schedule is all about who yeah. you're getting signed next. I know that when we left Missy and Kay on Sunday, they were like, Missy was like, this is our big day. We don't have a minute to spare. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. I dig it for me. That would not be fun, but I, I know that Missy had fun because that's something that they enjoy, and I totally respect that. But yeah, but for me, the cruise you're on, and, and it's great because Missy's going to be on. Missy and her husband Matt yes. are going to be on the cruise with us, um, so that is awesome. Um, and and I look forward to having a lot of fun with Missy there. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 in camp cruise on this one. I just I don't know. I don't know. I respect people who dig it, but I think a lot of things would have to change for me to be interested to go back. That's just, that's my take. Yeah. It, I, I mean, we've heard so many great things from people for years about how wonderful Vegas is. And, um, I was, I was underwhelmed, yeah. but the people that we were talking to, a lot of them were going after autographs. Right, so, exactly. So I think that's the big difference. Most definitely. So, all right. Well, to put a pin in it, if you love autographs, if you love photo ops, if you love to party and do all that kind of stuff, I would say, without a doubt, Star Trek Las Vegas is for you. Um, if you like just kind of taking it easy and going to a fun ex exotic or maybe not so exotic destinations, but doing different stuff and just hobnobbing with these actors and you can, you know, grab some chicken nuggets and, uh, and maybe have a Starbucks and then just watch some wild, fun entertainment. You get to see these people in their element being entertainers. Um, then I would recommend the cruise. So anyway, we are on the cruise in 2024. Um, if you, what's the name of the company that puts on the cruise? Regardless, I think it's Epic. epic. But just Google uh, Star Trek The Cruise if you are interested in what we dig. Or hit hit me up on Twitter, at the C3, if you'd like to, you know, learn more about it. You know, if you're a Trekker and you dig it, we would love to, uh, you know, we would love to see you there and, and hang out and talk about Trek. So, uh, not that I'm plugging for them, but if they want to send me a check, um, <laughs> they can they can at me on Twitter and I'll give my address. So, And right, there's well, a payment plan. And there's a payment plan, which is how, it, it was funny, it was at Mission Chicago how they got us into doing it was through a payment plan so all right well i'll uh we're at the 33 minute mark here so we'll go ahead and wrap it up honey where do people find you out there on social media if they want to have a chat with you at the april Carden on instagram very good and as always you can find me as i mentioned over on twitter at the c3 or at secret friends you for our main twitter account april and i are the proud uh, uh command staff of the uss grand petoskey one of the largest chapters of starfleet the international star trek fan club we're based here in west michigan we do have chapters uh, uh excuse me we do have uh, members all over the state and chapters all over the state we're actually on the grow in michigan which we're very excited about um i also run region 13 which includes michigan and eastern canada as always if you're a trekker within the sound of my voice and would like to be connected with other trekkers in your area uh, drop us a line uh, at a website of that name, www.ussgrandpetoskey.com, and find us on social media, and we can give you a hand. So with that, as always, I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring, and to keep on trekking. <laughs>